BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joe's Weather World, your only weather podcast dedicated to Kansas City. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another podcast, another edition of Joe's Weather World. And today we're going to talk about the science and the education of our future meteorologists. One of the things that uh, folks ask me a lot about, especially uh, younger folks who are interested in weather, is what do you have to do to become a meteorologist? And a lot of folks who I know who are not meteorologists are great forecasters, they're great communicators, uh, but in this day and age, you really need to have a meteorology degree if you want to get involved in the world of weather, whether it be on the communication side, through television, uh, through other avenues, working for the government, working through or for private uh, forecasting firms. There are just many other opportunities out there, but the key thing is you need to have a degree. And I thought today we'd talk to a current student, a soon-to-be graduate of KU, Gabriella Gomez. Gabriella, I'll call you Gabby. That's fine. Because I like That's Gabby. totally fine. <laughs> uh, she is a senior over at KU, and you've been with KU now for all your years? Yep, all four years. <laughs> all right, so let's start with the basics, because everybody has a story, usually, mm -hmm. about why they've chosen this. What, yeah. what was it that drove you into the world of weather? Well, I grew up here in Kansas City okay. from Olathe, so definitely been right in the middle of all four seasons, intense and all that. Um, I think I really got interested in it in high school. It was like my junior year, and I was taking physics, and we had to do a research project, and I chose to do, I think, weather or climate. I don't remember which one, but... I started to look into it and I was looking into like, oh, wow, this stuff's really interesting. Like, I want to know how it works. I want to find out more. I want to see why it does this, why storms form, how this happens and all that. And that's really, I think, when I decided, oh, I I want to do this as a career. Like, I've always liked I've enjoyed what 21 year old I enjoy watching the weather on TV so thank god for you by yeah. the way. thank you so much I like watching <laughs> 21 that. year olds watching TV yay so <laughs> that's I was like I think I want to do that I think I could do that and I want to be the person that informs people and makes them aware and makes sure that that, that they're safe so, you so. Feel, in a sense you almost feel like it's uh, for you kind of like a little calling yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, I've mentioned this to uh, our listeners before where for me I got involved like, for whatever reason in the third grade <laughs> and it was because of snowstorms. Do you have one particular favorite type of weather or is there anything that, that you're like, ooh, I, I'm enjoying this aspect aside from a perfect sunny 75 yeah. degree day? <laughs> well, I obviously love the sunny days right. and the average temperatures, but 
I don't. I love snow, but this winter has has grown. Told me otherwise. <laughs> but, so I do love snow. I don't like driving in it. Hate driving in it. But besides that, I really do like thunderstorms. I love lightning. I love looking at the ginormous clouds. Uh-huh. Like it's. I love so those. something about thunderstorms. Yes, for you kind of does. Yeah. Uh, but there was no like per se one. It's funny because I talked to some people who remember a distinct weather event when they were 10 years old. Maybe it was uh, down in Ruskin Heights, some older people who remember the Ruskin Heights tornado back in the late 50s. There's no distinct one weather, or is there a distinct one weather event that you remember or anything like that? Not that got me interested severe thunderstorm-wise, but I can tell you the ice storm back in 2003, something like that. I was like five or so, but I remember the power going out. My mom and I had to go to a hotel because my dad was off in, I think, Iraq or something. (laughs) It was So it was memorable for me. I was not very old, but in terms of thunderstorms, I don't have a very memorable one because... I love them all. Yeah, but. See, and thunderstorms don't do anything for me. Yeah. <laughs> never have, never will. Yeah. Um, all right. So as, as part of what I do when people ask me questions about how can so-and-so, they've got a son or a daughter, they're fascinated about weather and, and, and stuff like that. And I talk to them about things that they could go ahead and, and pursue uh, educational wise. So you decided to go to KU. Is there any particular reason why you chose KU? That's, I went to St. Louis University. People, why'd you choose SLU? And uh, then I go into my little routine about that. Why KU for you? Well, I'm from Kansas. <laughs> my family's always been KU fans. None of them have gone there, but we've been Jayhawk fans. So um, I had always wanted to go there and in-state tuition is nice (laughs) as much as I could have gone to like OU or something where everyone else goes but it was just kind of like the right place at the right time they were willing to help pay my tuition they had my major they were close to home and I got to stay close to my family and it just kind of worked out like that they had marching band they had everything that I wanted I really wanted to keep that in my (laughs) because a lot of places you have to audition so that's off track but it had everything yeah, that I wanted. Yeah. Okay, good. So, like, for me, I knew I wanted to get away from New York, where I grew yeah. up. Yeah. And uh, St. Louis seemed to fill that bill pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. For me, I chose SLU because their uh, class size wasn't overly large. It was, uh, I want to say, about 20 kids, maybe even less than that. And I thought to myself, I would rather be in an environment like that as opposed to maybe Penn State, which has a huge uh, class size. Did you think about any of that, or were you just kind of focused on KU regardless? I was focused on KU regardless. I didn't really think about class size because I thought they were all going to be giant classes anyway, which my main math classes and intro science classes were giant. But as I got more in depth in the major my classes dwindled down i think a lot of mine have less than 10 in the class like there's not very many of us in them a lot of people start to die out as the math gets more intense but yeah didn't really think about that to begin with so 
and uh, we're going to circle back to that. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I went through the exact same thing. Yeah. It almost, it almost took me out, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> your favorite subjects in high school would have been? I liked math in high good school. I God really bless. did. I loved math. I was good at it. Can't say that for college, but I was good <laughs> at it. Um, I loved science. I didn't like biology, but <laughs> I liked physics, which okay. is what got me started. Good. So, yeah, math and science, which is and what you me, need. <laughs> I, my best math was right around eighth grade. I peaked. <laughs> and then after eighth grade, it went downhill in a hurry. Uh, so that was that was one of my big struggles yeah. in college was was math. All right, so and let's talk about that. So yeah. uh, what people don't realize is uh, when you decide you want to major in meteorology, it's not as if you start going to forecasting 101. No. <laughs> forecasting 201 and then forecast and, and you're done with things. No, it, it's anything but because just like I think just about any major, there are classes in there uh, for lack of a better phrase, to separate the men from the boys. And I think, maybe you'll agree, maybe you'll disagree. I think in the world of weather, it's math. It, and in particular, yeah. calculus for me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Calc <laughs> 2, to be exact. Uh, uh, see, me too. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we all go through this. Yeah. Um, so why don't you explain your relationship now with calculus. <laughs> like I said, I loved math in high school. I was good at it. Can't say that anymore. Um, it's the calculus. It, that's usually what gets everyone. Like I said, my classes swindled down. My intro meteorology class was about 80, 100 people. Calc 2 hit. Now we're down to like 10 graduating in May. Wow. So it's, it's the math that definitely gets everyone. I've struggled i've had to take classes more than once i took calc two twice i took calc three twice i had to uh, you beat me on that i took calc two twice uh <laughs> but i calc three i got through once so calc two my mistake oh, was God. taking it over the summer that was my mistake um... <laughs> so i took it twice but those were the only ones that i've really kind of struggled with other than that i mean it's still a lot of math right differential equations linear algebra and we have to take numerical methods it's like 500, 600 level math classes that we're having to take. So it's a lot. And but. I think you guys now, because I had to take, uh, and I graduated back in the early early mid-80s, I had to take three calculus classes, mm -hmm. um, a differential equations class, mm -hmm. and that's where it stopped. I didn't have to do statistics. I'm in statistics um, now. <laughs> and I, I kind of wish, looking back, uh, that I might have, wish I would have taken statistics because I'm big into numbers now. Yeah. Um, one of the rough things for me, even though I didn't quite know I was going to get in broadcasting uh, right out of school, I was hopeful I would, but as you know, as I yeah. know, getting that first job is very, very difficult. Yep. And we'll circle back to that too. But um, I knew the stuff that I was learning had to just kind of go in one ear and out the other, mm -hmm. especially in the world of calculus for me. Yeah. And uh, how did, was it sort of the same with you or were you really trying to figure this stuff out? I tried, but as the second time I rolled around, I was just like, I just, I need to pass. Yeah. I need to pass. But it's kind of hard to get away from that math when you take 
you know, your actual meteorology classes like dynamic meteorology, physical meteorology, where it's all still math based and it's still you just can't get away from it. So do you think that schools, whether it be KU, any school, I don't care. Do you think that schools should be more focused on helping you guys forecast more? Or do you think this is the right way to go with the math aspect? I mean, I think it's the right way to go. I kind of wish we had more options for forecasting because I I know we take a basic forecasting class and then an operational forecasting class, and that's pretty much it. Otherwise, it's all the math, intense, nitty-gritty stuff. So I kind of wish we had more, but... I can understand why they they want us to know what we're talking about. They want us to be informed, which is a good thing. We would need to relay that to the public and stuff. So I think it's good. It's a lot. I didn't necessarily like it all, but (laughs) (laughs) I do wish we had more kind of forecasting stuff because I feel like I'm kind of on my own in a way. Yeah. And what I've noticed, whether it's talking to kids from Zoo, talking to kids from KU, Mm -hmm. uh, is... That it just seems to me, and I, I felt the same way in school, even though I think we got a little bit more forecasting out of this, mm-hmm. but um, I felt that there needs to be yeah. weather forecasting 101. There needs to be weather forecasting 201 and 301. Yeah. And let's kind of get into the various computer models. And mm-hmm. the reason why math is so, so important, and Gabby knows this, is you know, all these mathematical equations are used for so many things, whether it be research or computer modeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the models that we rely on are just basically equations spitting out different atmospheric parameters. And uh, that's why the, the math aspect of things is so important. But if you're knowing that you're not going to get involved in that aspect of the weather world... You really need to be a great forecaster coming out. Exactly. Yeah. And it would probably be helpful. It would. I mean, I've luckily I've had the opportunity to get a couple internships, and that's definitely helped me with my forecasting skills. But in terms of what I've learned at school, because I want to do broadcast, it's definitely more of the mathy research side. And, you know, a couple kids in my class are doing that stuff, want to go to grad school. It's not me. (laughs) I want to be done. But (laughs) I really wish I had more opportunities within school to to improve my forecasting skills in general. And so how do you go about, and there's a mother or father out there, and uh, one of your kids is interested in becoming a meteorologist. This is kind of important stuff because when you first started as a freshman, You don't necessarily, or do you, get into some fun weather stuff, or are you just totally engrossed in, all right, let's get this math stuff started, and this is how we're going to start things out, and we'll get to the weather stuff a couple of years down the road. So we started out, like our intro, our intro meteorology class is open to anyone, and a lot of people will take it for their science credit, so we had business majors, we we had everything. So it's it starts out with basic, you know, tornadoes, 
clouds, clouds. like simple stuff like that. I like and, simple stuff. <laughs> yeah, same. But <laughs> then that, and then of course, once we start getting into that nitty gritty, because a lot of our classes are upper level classes, they're well into the 600 level classes at KU. And that's when our class sizes started to dwindle down. And that's what usually gets is when we get into, because like I said, unfortunately, we can't get away from the math, right. even our normal meteorology classes that we need for our degree is all math so do you think uh, do you think that the education you're getting maybe that your other students there do you think that you're getting a, a strong enough background to, to deal with whatever job may come along I think they are trying. Like, my department is very small. This major at most schools, other probably other than OU, is relatively small. And when Gabby says OU, we should probably fill in the blank. That's Oklahoma. Yes, sorry. And they have a wonderful <laughs> yes. uh, program down there, and they're co-located with the Storm Prediction Center, which uh, it's, a, it's a great relationship. Yeah. Um, and a lot of folks, especially in this part of the country, if they ask me, OU is typically top three, top yeah. five in schools that yeah. I tell people to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually everyone's most, in terms of if you want to go to meteorology, right. that's their most ideal place. But like I said, KU, small class sizes, it's, yeah. So you want to get onto the broadcasting side. Has that aspect of things been okay? Because like for me at SLU, no. That we had, I think it was like KBIL radio, and it was literally like a hanger for a transmitter or for a transmitter antenna on top yeah. of one of the dorms. And I think the radius of that was like a half a mile semicircle. Yeah. Mean, it was awful. We had no television, no nothing. So we didn't even have cable in our weather center to see radar. Um, do you think that aspect of things has been helpful, or do you wish it would have been more? I think it's been helpful. I know I've, fortunately enough, KU offers, you know, because we have a good journalism school, so they have news anyway. So they reach out to the meteorology students, and we have the opportunity to work on the show with them. So I've been able to do that since freshman year, and so that's definitely been helpful. I get to improve my skills, you know, as I've gone throughout college and whatnot. But I know there is still kind of a gap between the meteorology program and the journalism school for the broadcasting side of things because it does include journalism type stuff um, as we get into it. So I know we want to try to bridge that gap between the two and try to just get more meteorology students involved and more knowledgeable that we have those opportunities and we have that stuff at our use, our own use. So I I mean, I can't really help bridge that gap anymore, but um, I really hope that does come together for the future because I think there are a lot of students that could have potential, but they just don't really know all the resources. Yeah. Do you think, uh, so how many kids are now essentially left in your class? In my class? Well, it's still up in the air because some people don't even know if they're going to graduate um, with us, but I think we're at about 10. 10. How and many that's do you think big. You I think we started with sixty. Wow. I think, yeah. So Maybe we're let's at just say ten. Fifty. Let's yeah. Just say fifty. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who are listening to that, listen. We went from fifty down to ten. Mm-hmm. And if your son or daughter is not strong in math, and I 
tell parents this all the time. If they're not strong in math, they are not going to. Yeah. Very simply, they're not going to Unfortunately, make it. yeah. It's just the way it is. There are no schools out there that will teach you five classes in meteorology uh, without having five classes in math or science-related or chemistry or physics or yeah. all this other stuff where you're dealing with a whole ton of equations. Um, it just it just doesn't happen. So, you know, as a prerequisite, your son or daughter needs to really be good mm-hmm. at math. Otherwise, there are, there are headaches yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Many headaches. <laughs> yeah. So, and the calculus part of things, um, I found, I think, like I mentioned here, very not pleasant. No, um, <laughs> not at all. You know, Calc 2 I did the first time, and at SLU we had to get a C or better to advance yes. to the next one. Yes. And I think I got like a D, and I'm not yep. even sure I deserve that. <laughs> um, and so I took it again during summer school, and at least for me, when I took it during summer school, it was easier the second time through. Yeah. Um, and then I got to Calc 3, and I think I did okay borderline with that. C, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and pretty much more of the same with differential equations. Yeah. So it, it's very, very challenging to get your degree um, and to get through the math. And like yes. I said, there's always something, whatever major, whoever is involved with, there's always something meant to trip you up. Mm-hmm. And in the world of weather, it's math, I think. I, I would agree with that, yes. Um I know my grades weren't the best in math, usually bare minimum to get me to move on to the next one. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big proponent of whatever it takes. Uh, So one of the things that personally I missed tremendously uh, when I was in school was, uh, and I've noticed it so much being out here now for almost 25 years, is the feeling of college camaraderie in terms of athletics, in terms of basketball, and in yep. terms of football, <laughs> and, uh, stuff like that. At SLU, we had, a when I was there, a terrible basketball team, we didn't have a football team. So I missed that whole Saturday, yeah. let's go to the football, and I know KU's having a rough time with football or whatever, oh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, or let's go to the, let's go to the basketball game because they're going to be eight. 12, 15, 18,000 kids or people screaming their heads yeah. out for our number one ranked college basketball mm-hmm. team. I missed that. And, yeah. and being here uh, and watching KU, K-State, Mizzou, and Mizzou mm-hmm. is on a run, um, I, I regret that one. The only thing I regret is that aspect yeah. of college life. How has that been? Have you been into that aspect? I well, like did you said, did it matter to you or no? It did matter. I do like sports. Um, like I said, I was in marching band. Have to go to all the football games. There you go. That goes along with that job. Um, I enjoyed it, no matter what happened to the team. It was like a good group of people that I could always go to. So I've had a good college experience, and I got perks from that because you're in marching band, you get to go to the basketball games for free. Oh, so wow. yeah, so we get on a special little list that um, we can go in through a separate door, and we get to go into the games for free. So there is a little perk for that sitting through those football games. Fun. But <laughs> I've loved going to the basketball games. Unfortunately, I haven't gone to get to gotten to go to many this year, but I 
tried my best to go to um, many. I know I went to, I think there was one my freshman year is against Oklahoma and went into triple overtime. Nice. One of my favorite games. The other one where we set the world record indoor stadium loudest. Yep. That one. Yep. So I've had a good college experience with the sporting aspects and whatnot. Uh, I know band has also, we've tried soccer band, so I've gone to a soccer game. <laughs> um, that was fun. Uh, but I think I've had a good experience. It just kind of contributes to the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it helps you feel more involved, more yeah. like you have people to talk to outside of your major or whatnot, what have you. So. And we're talking to Gabriela Gomez, who's a almost graduate, getting yes. there. <laughs> uh, a few more months to go, uh, senior at KU, and she's been in meteorology now uh, since she got there. And we're going to wrap this up here pretty soon. So, Gabby, is there anything that you would tell a uh, prospective prospective student who's thinking, you know, I want to get into meteorology? Is there any advice, a couple of ideas that you might have for them? Well, like you said, you want to be pretty good at math. You want to be decent. And if you are, go ahead and, I mean, try it. It's not going to hurt to try. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work out. There's other majors that have the same criteria. I've had friends that, you know, go over to geography or something, geology, and it's like kind of the same criteria, not as much math. So that usually works out for them because then they can still do stuff that they want to do. But I would say just go for it. It won't hurt to try. You might hate it. You might continue it and love it for all four years like I am so it, it's worth a shot where where do you want to go what do you want to do you're going to graduate in May yeah it's <laughs> a very <laughs> good question process will begin first thing in June uh, if not earlier oh it's already started <laughs> <laughs> um what What's your next step, do you think? Or what's your dream for your next step? My dream, my ultimate goal, honestly, would be to end up here on broadcasting. Okay. Honestly. But baby steps. So I am interning in Topeka this semester. I'm really hoping that works out because they have a position opening. Other than that, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to see what happens. Um, I'm hoping for the best. I would really end goal no matter what I want to stay in Kansas City area because I do love it here I've grown up here I've been here my whole life went to school near here I just want to stay close to home are you prepared to not stay close to home if you get <laughs> an offer uh, because you got to remember that these yeah. schools are cranking out mm -hmm. a lot of Gabby's right now yes or soon they to are be, <laughs> and there are a lot of Gabby's out there who want to do weather on yep. television and so the the smaller stations have the pick of the lot. And they're yeah. not going to pay you uh, yep. very well I, at I, all. Um, for a start, I was making $200 a week before taxes. I had, I had like 50 cents after every week mm -hmm. of pay yeah. to get a soda. So uh, are you prepared to go to nowhere Montana or nowhere... Nevada or some small little area where yeah. you have to start getting yeah. into the world of television. I want to say no, but <laughs> I obviously am. You know, you've got to start somewhere. And so if that means going to the coldest place in the U.S., <laughs> then so be it. <laughs> so <laughs> it, uh, 
there are good things and bad things about yeah. it. Um, <laughs> the good things escape me right now. <laughs> uh, but it, it's a shock. I mean, you, you, you're excited because you get your first job, and mm-hmm. that's probably going to be three steps ahead of a lot of other of your yeah. graduates. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yay for you, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when you start your first job and you realize that you're in wherever population 10,000 and you don't know a soul and you're doing weather, but you're also doing three other things that you probably don't like doing. (laughs) Um, it's, it's a grind. It's, it's, it's tough. I'm, I'm scared to be honest. It is scary because I've always been near my family. So I know it'll be hard f- going to a new place and finding people to be around, but like I said, everyone's got to start somewhere. So I just got to get my foot in that door and hope for the best. And hope for the best. Yeah. And we'll end it with that. Uh, we've been talking to Gabby, Gabriella, Gabby. I love Gabriella. I think that's just Thank you. pretty historic. <laughs> um, Gomez, who's a soon to be graduate at KU, she's a senior. You're graduating in May. Yep. Yep. Uh, so she's got a few more months to go uh, before the full freakout process uh, occurs. Yep. I, I absolutely <laughs> sympathize where she was because I was exactly in the same spot many, many <laughs> ago. Uh, Gabby, thank you so thank much you for sharing for having me. stories with us. Uh, this has been the latest edition of Joe's Weather World. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you're a parent and your son or daughter is thinking about getting into the world of weather, Make sure they listen to this podcast because either they will decide this is absolutely the right thing to do or they will decide that maybe this isn't the right thing to do uh, based on some of Gabby's and mine experiences. Thank you so much for joining us for Joe's Weather World. We'll see you again real soon.